Let's kick off with Boomer and Valenti. All right, we, we're in the last couple weeks of the year, and, and, and what you see is what I like to call, Boomer, college football spreads. This is where the NFL, you go, wait, that number's huge. <laughs> you're at a time of year, you're going to see Team A with a lot to play for, and Team B, they're already packing their bags for Cabo. So let's get into it. Let's do the picks. Picks of the week. Saturday night. I am terming it separation Saturday. The Lions and Cowboys. The winner, it's it's on track, especially if you're the Lions. You could talk about dreaming. You lose, just enjoy winning your division. Cowboys laying five and a half. Back on the Ponderosa. What do we got? Yeah, I think the Cowboys have been uh, under the gun now for the last two weeks. And, you know, getting back home, uh, comfort, confines, the whole thing going for them. I, I think that they have a chance to win this game by about a touchdown. I think it's, I could see a 24-17. I could see a 28, kind of 21 type of game. I do like the Cowboys here at home. I'm going to lay the five points, and I'll take the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It'd be easy for me to take the Lions and say, well, they could lose close. But the Cowboys at home. Man, they, they, they turn into a transformer. I, I just feel like this is it. This is it for McCarthy if he lost. This is it for this team. Give me the Cowboys. Texans laying four, hosting the Titans, Stroud back in the saddle. I'm glad to see him back in the saddle, and hopefully you know they'll have their full complement of offense. Obviously, Tank Dell not being one of them, but I, I do like this the fact that they're playing for something. They've uh, not been playing well the last couple of weeks. I know that they came back with Case Keenum a couple of weeks ago, but that was not a pretty game by any stretch of the imagination. I think they get back on track here. Uh, Titans, uh, interesting. I'm not really sure what they're going to be doing at quarterback. I don't know if it's going to be Tannehill. I don't know if Will Levis is able to play. Uh, and I think Mike Brable's holding most of that stuff uh, close to the vest as we speak right now. So I'm going to take the Texans here at home. Yeah, I, I I don't love laying north of a field goal with a rookie QB, but you have to. And and again, strength on strength, Texans are going to grip it and rip it, throw it. That's Titans' weakness. Um, I'll go Texans. Bills laying thirteen, hosting the Patriots. This has got blowout written all over it. It really I'm does. So I just feel like uh, Buffalo is playing so good, and uh, you know Josh Allen has rediscovered himself. I think I feel like I've said that now the last three weeks in a row. Um, New England's defense has been really good, uh, but Bailey Zappi is not going to go into Buffalo and, and beat the Buffalo Bills here. I think the Buffalo Bills make a statement, and I think they come away with a, a huge win, and I think it's by at least at least 17 points. Patriots off a big win. Bills with a scare. Come home. Get right. I'm with Boomer here. I think they blow the doors off the Patriots, and you never hear me back in a big favorite, but I'm with you. They're begging you to take the Pats there. Rams laying five and a half as they travel to MetLife. I love the Rams. Um, I think the Rams are uh, a hot team. I think their offense is uh, capable of putting up 31 points every time they step on the field, especially with the healthy wide receivers that they have right now. Uh, We all talk about Joe Flacco and how great he's playing. Uh, Don't lose sight about how great Matthew Stafford is playing. He is on fire, and I think that uh, New York is going to have a hard time scoring in this game. I know Tyrod Taylor is starting for them, and I think that's the right call by Brian Dable. That's a good he thing. Wants, he wants to win, but I don't think that he's going to have enough offense to be able to keep up with the Rams. I don't think the Giants win. Lord knows if they do, I'm going to disappear and get a new identity and just leave the country. Don't ruin your draft status. 
But I'll tell you right now, Stafford outside this time of year, give me the points. I'm going to take the Giants. They won't go away, Boomer. They, they, they refuse to just lose and give me peace and serenity this well, you know what the, season. But that's a reflection of the coach, you know? Don't you I think? know it is. I know it is. And they got I don't, a good coach, I don't man. hate Dayball. No, they got a good coach. And they, they got a good defensive coordinator. They just need – a quarterback and an offensive line. They they, well, they, they and a partridge in a pear tree. Right, but yes. they definitely need they they have to figure out what their quarterback situation is moving forward, and they definitely have to refortify their offensive line. Giants points give it. All right, this is going to be a veto for me. I want nothing to do with this. Niners laying thirteen at the Commanders. Oh, give me the Niners all day. I'm telling you, for like real? I was saying, yeah, like I was saying in the first uh, segment. You know, this is a get-right game for Brock Purdy, man. And Kyle Shanahan is going to pull out all the stops and all the different offensive looks. All you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Christian McCaffrey goes over 100 here again. Um, and by the way, he didn't do anything to hurt his potential MVP no. candidate, uh, candidacy last week against, uh, you know, against the uh, Ravens. So I, I think this is a huge game for San Francisco. I hate laying all these points, but I just feel mm-hmm. like this is one of these bounce-back games for Brock Purdy because Kyle Shanahan is going to set it up for him. Let's go Eagles laying 11-and-a-half host in Arizona. It's another one. You know, I said the Eagles would get better right at the, the last three weeks of the season. I thought uh, last week, you know, without the interception return for a touchdown by the Giants, you know, they were killing the Giants all over the place. And I How think about the, the same, kickoff? Right? What the hell was that? What was Zacharias doing or whatever his name is? Oh, my but I, but God. But I, I like Philadelphia here, too. I, I, I could see them blowing out Arizona because I just – I don't love Kyler Murray outside, cold weather. We talked about him last week. Same thing, same situation. Yeah, this one I'll get involved with. I, I'd like to see a little bit of a bounce back for A.J. Brown, too. I, I, I just – something is – something didn't look right. He hasn't gotten in the end zone in about a month. I'll go Eagles here. Bucks, Saints. Oh, baby. This is a, this is all the marbles. Bucks laying two and a half. Fun note, Boomer. Saints first game outside since yep. week five. Yeah, this is why I like the Bucs and Baker Mayfield. I like the way that he's been playing. Uh, you know, there isn't a guy under more scrutiny or more pressure this weekend than Derek Carr to lead his team to victory. I mean, this has been a really disappointing year for New Orleans. He's got decent stats, but the stats aren't re- resulting in wins. I thought they would win the division. This is basically to save their season, but I do like Baker Mayfield the way he's playing, and I'll take Tampa Bay at home and I'll lay the points. Yeah, and look, th- this is a tough pick for me. I almost made this the second veto. The Saints always have the Bucks number. And this goes back to when Brady was there. You can go look. Um, but this is a different Saints team, and I'm, I'm with you. I am not a Derek Carr guy. Give me the Bucks. lay the two and a half. Jags laying six and a half, hosting the America's favorite underdog, the Panthers. They can't stop covering, Boomer. I know that. That's why I'm going to take Carolina in this game. I don't like what Jacksonville is going through. It's Jacksonville's disgusting. going to win the game. It's going to win. The, they're going to win the game. But their defense and their offensive line is like in shambles right now. And yep. I just think that whatever it is about Bryce Young, maybe he's you know he's catching on a little bit slowly but surely. As long as he doesn't you know have the the dopey turnovers. They should be able to keep the game close. I think Jacksonville wins, but I'll take Carolina in the points. Yeah, I, listen, and Bryce Young looked good. That's probably got more to do with Joe Barry's defense. I, I, another guy who's not going to get a Christmas card from Packer fans. But I'll take the Panthers. You just got to take the points here. Uh, Bears laying three, hosting Atlanta. You know what to do here. Give me the Bears, baby. I am that not taking baby. Atlanta. I am not taking Atlanta. The Bears are rolling right now. Their defense since they uh, – Acquired Montez Sweat is a completely different team. 
And look, you want to talk about a guy that's trying to make a statement, that's that's Justin Fields. I give the kid a, a lot of credit. I don't believe he's going to be their quarterback next year. I believe he'll be playing somewhere else. Maybe Atlanta he'll be playing. Maybe Atlanta will be looking at him in this game and scouting him in this game and maybe throwing some things at him to see whether or not he can handle it so they have a better idea as to whether or not they should trade for him. But I yep. do like Chicago here at home. Arthur Smith off a win, awful. And again, Atlanta on the road against a legitimate defense with their quarterback play? No, thank you. Bears. Colts laying three and a half, hosting the Raiders. Oh, man. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game unless there's turnovers by either one of these two teams. I think the I think the Raiders, they, they put it all on the line last week. They wanted to make a statement against Kansas City. I'll, I'll take the Raiders here and the points, but I think Indianapolis wins the game. I am going to put this as my second veto. I have a hard time picking against the Raiders how hard they're playing, how much they care, and how much Pierce connects with them and the physicality. I know the Colts laid an egg last week. I should take them, but I just I'm with you. Low scoring. I don't want to lay north of a field goal. I also have a little PTSD watching Aiden O'Connell not complete a pass after the first quarter. I'm just going to veto this one. I'm out. If you force me, I take the Colts. If you think two years ago, this is like the same game that Indianapolis should have won. And it would have put him in the playoffs. But Carson Wentz came down with the COVID. But he he played because they, they minimized the COVID days off. And uh, the, the Vegas was Raiders Was that the Jacksonville game towards the no, end of the year? That was the last game of the year. They lost at Jacksonville, but they lost at home the second to last week. This Vegas Raider team went in there and beat okay. them with their car. Oof. Oof is right. <laughs> Low lights in Colts history. All right, Seahawks laying three and a half, hosting – the now explosive Pittsburgh Steelers? No, no chance. Uh, <laughs> you know, Mason Rudolph had a really nice game. And, you know, it was he hit a couple big throws. They, they didn't throw a lot. They kept them under 30 attempts, which is good because they wanted to run the ball. The Cincinnati Bengals, unfortunately, Jake Browning, the bloom off the rose a little bit with the interceptions and everything. I don't think Geno is going to do that against the Pittsburgh defense. I'll lay the points, and I'll take the home team Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I'll take Seattle. They need it more. Got to bounce back. Got to play well. Give me Seattle. I did enjoy this one. Broncos laying two, fresh off of making their quarterback disappear against the Chargers and Easton Stick. Yeah, I'm not going to get into this one all that much. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in Denver right now. I'd like to veto this game. I am not okay. taking this game. I'm staying away for if Russell Wilson was playing. I would take Denver. But with all this stuff going on, I don't know how the players in the locker room are going to react to what they're doing to Russell. you got to remember. I'll, ta- I'll tell you what they're going to do. It's it's just like a dog who's really happy. They're going to roll over and show their belly. Give me a little belly scratch over here. Oh, this is the Chargers all day. I have a little okay. belly scratch, Booms. That's, that's Chargers. I'm vetoing. I'm vetoing Come on. One. Easton Stick. Uh, Chiefs laying three and a half, hosting the Bengals. Did you see what Jamar Chase said? Oh, boy. He's uh, he's trying to ramp it up. I guess he's playing this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bengals and I'll lay the points. Um, I can see Kansas City winning the game. I can see a late field goal winning for them. And I think Jake Browning has a bounce back game here against the Kansas City defense. This is tough. I mean, you know, we we had talked about it. You made a great point last week. Where look, the Steelers when Jake Browning first started, his first start, they messed him up. The alignments messed him up. Some of the coverages, the disguising. I kind of wonder here, do we get a little more of the same? You know, that, that Chiefs team, it, it, it's now or never. I mean, I know they're not playing good football. I know they shouldn't be laying three and a half, but Boomer, 
Jake Browning, Spags has got to be frothing at the mouth. I, I, I got I to go Chiefs one last time here. I got to. I, I hate this pick. Give me the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Chiefs. All right. Now, this last game comes with a caveat. I didn't okay. get to it in the rundown, and I have to ask you. Vikings are in a pick em against the Pack. You're getting Jaron Hall, the rookie from BYU, for the Vikings as they spin the quarterback wheel. The storyline for the Packers, Jair Alexander, all-world corner, and also a world-class ding-dong sometimes. <laughs> Goes out. I mean, this guy's got a number of weird things in his career. Boomer, the guy's not named the captain. Goes out for the coin toss. Not named the captain. He's the one calling it. Not named the captain. Almost botches it and gives the Panthers the ball at the start of each half. He is now suspended for this game. I have now. I, I, a discipline is fine. Boomer, the pack have to have it. He's suspended. You ever seen anything like this? Uh, you know, I think there are certain things that you have to uh, make sure that the players understand. And I saw the post-game interview with Jair Alexander, and I was really disappointed. Uh, I want to get you a compl- pair of those shades. Would that be yeah. okay with you? Yeah, it would be. But, I, I mean, completely – the thing about football that I love and I think most of us love is the respect that you give the game, the respect that you give the coaches, the respect that you give your teammates. And even though he said my boys were okay with it and everything else like that, I'm like, come on, man. You can't be doing that. You can't be putting yourself front and center like that. And you put your head coach in a really, really difficult position. And he has no choice but to suspend the player. And I think Matt LaFleur did the right thing here. It's wacko. And this is why I never wanted to get into coaching because I didn't really want to deal with some players like this. Because I, I, would, I would be like frothing at the mouth uh, as the game started. And I probably would have sent the guy back into the locker room at that moment. I wouldn't have waited until after the game. I would have no. sent him in right then and there. Get the hell out of here. So um, I'm going to take the Vikings here, yep. Yeah, me too. Uh, Just have to. I mean, Jaron Hall, there's no read on it. The game he played, he got concussed. He then lost his job. They played Mullins. I'll go with Minnesota. I'll go with that defense. And like I said, Joe Barry Barry has got to be removed as Packers DC. He is a menace. Just get him out of here. We're going to get to best of the best, which is going to be Miami and Baltimore. Can't wait to get there. We also have New Year's resolutions for teams, coaches, players, you name it. We're all over it. But first, Boomer, tell them about Casamigos, please. All righty, Mike, you got it. What goes great with football? We all know Casamigos tequila does. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and love it, by the way. Make sure you have plenty on hand for the Week 17 games, whether it be Añejo, Blanco, Reposado, Cristalino, or Mezcal. It's Casamigos tequila. And Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to please, please celebrate responsibly. 